Doobie. Doobie. Doobieology. Hello, all. Welcome back to Doobieology. On this short edition of reviews of novels, movies, or TV shows that I don't really have time to cover for a full episode, but I will cover for a short episode, we have The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. The Boy in the Striped Pajamas was a novel released in December of 2006 by John Boyne. Um, that's about all I can say about it. No, not all, but the information I can give, and obviously I can say the plot, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas is a book about the Holocaust, or really it's a book about a little German boy who encounters a Holocaust member, a little boy, who is um, in Auschwitz, but there's so many issues with this novel that I'm going to touch on, just the plot alone makes me sick, but besides the point at this point in time um if you guys like this episode obviously go right in and stuff like that but let's get right into what i'm going to talk about so the boy in the striped pajamas obviously as i mentioned is a book about a german boy who moves to um the jewish labor camps the concentration camps uh auschwitz but he refers to it as out with as in like out with the old house out with the new and it's just like you're you can't be this dumb there's a reason that he can't be this dumb the boy's name is bruno in the story and also in the for some reason critically acclaimed movie and you get a sense of yes this is a boy and as john boyne's writing this novel when you're reading it obviously it's a boy who doesn't know much about what's going on within nazi germany during a very awful time for the um nation it's a boy who is confused about everything around him confused about why he's moving confused about the friends he's leaving behind, the school he's leaving behind, confused about just everything that's going on within his country or his home life in general, and he feels that his father's position, because his father is obviously a high-ranking Nazi official, which is why they're moving to these Jewish um, ghettos, is because, yeah, that's just his job. Bruno doesn't realize that his job requires him to move and doesn't realize that, hey, why can't we just stay at the old house? But oh, staying at the old house would prevent his off um, his high-ranking officer dad of his to really interact with his comrades, I would say. Um, Bruno is a very polarizing character because for one who doesn't see what the message of this book and even movie is, they feel bad for Bruno. They think Bruno probably, you know, deserves better. Bruno isn't really understanding of what's going on, but I'm going to prove why this is BS and that you shouldn't fall for feeling bad for Bruno. In Nazi Germany, as a child, our child, or children I should say, were entitled to Nazi propaganda and anti-Semitic propaganda as well. Um, any They would be put in these Nazi youth groups, little boys, and in these Nazi youth groups, obviously they would um, target ideals for the Nazi Germany party, Nazi party in general, target ideals for uh, hatred towards Jews, African-Americans, homophobes, I mean homophobes, homosexuals, just things that the Nazis didn't really appreciate outside of the blonde eye, I mean blonde hair, blue eyes race, obviously, so the typical Germans around the time. And that's just a problem that I don't really think is addressed when it comes to discussing this novel or the movie, is that Bruno is written as a confused little child but really in real life there wasn't confused children when it came to nazi germany and their ideals the children knew about what was going on it's not like they weren't being um you know held to the 
what's the word I'm trying to look for? They they weren't being naive about what was going on to the Jews because I'm pretty sure most Germans knew that there was concentration camps um, set up around the areas of Nazi Germany and also Poland and other countries that um, were bordering Germany around the time. It's a very, um, very, um, very just bad topic to talk about because this happened like so many people died, so many Jews died. And to think that people consider this educational when it comes to Holocaust fiction is genuinely sickening because of Bruno's character and um, the ending. I'm pretty sure everybody knows the ending because when you mention the boy in the striped pajamas, everybody mentions the ending. Obviously, at the ending, Bruno digs a little tunnel through the um, gates, which we'll get to the gates and Shamil's character as well. Um, Bruno digs a little tunnel through the gates and both children, Shmuel and Bruno, obviously. Shmuel is the Jewish kid that is unfortunately being held hostage in Auschwitz. And they get were captured and walked by Nazi high-ranking officers that were in Auschwitz. And unfortunately, they were gassed um, in the gas chambers. And the aftermath we see in the book and the movie is that Bruno's parents are distraught. Um, the movie and the book try to make you feel bad for Bruno's family, but like they're nazis like i'm not gonna feel bad for someone who was the bottom of the barrel when it comes to humanity um in all seriousness but it's just not a good way of teaching the holocaust there's better books there's schindler's Ark. there's obviously the diary of anne frank um it's just you could do much better the tattooist of auschwitz is a good one in my opinion um but the issue i have with shmuel the character shmuel is that it's a little boy um, Jewish boy who's captured within these concentration camps and you feel more bad for Bruno than you feel bad for Schmiel. like in the book when John Boyne's writing the narration for Bruno's point of view it's like he's almost trying to make you feel bad for Schmiel. I mean bad for Bruno and not really care about Schmiel. there's no characterization for Schmiel. obviously Bruno's our main character but if we're talking about holocaust fiction for crying out loud like Schmiel's got to be an important part of all that but i don't think really john boyne really touches up on that and i think that's a big issue with mine is that if you're writing a holocaust fiction book or a holocaust book that's supposed to educate people but it is holocaust fiction and these things didn't actually happen which is another issue with the boy in the striped pajamas a lot of people actually misinterpret the message of this film and um book as well i should say because it's more of a review of the book from the film i've watched the film but i don't remember much it's faithful to the novel from what i remember but i remember reading the book because it was quite recently that i read the book it's just Schmiel's doesn't have characterization, and if you're writing a book about Jews and the Holocaust, then I think you need your focus really needs to be on the horrors of the Holocaust and not just one character who is consistently traveling to a gate and not being um, captured by guards, which is another issue I have, because if someone is in Auschwitz, or children, for that matter, are being sent to Auschwitz, the first thing that happens when they get sent to Auschwitz is that they're murdered, they're chambered, like, whatever happens to them, they're, they're executed as soon as they arrive on the camp, unless the high-ranking Nazi officer, officer officials see value in experimentation with these um, children, which is just terrible to think about. Like, all this stuff happened. And it's just sickening that people think none of this happened. And people are continuous, consistently anti-Semitic nowadays. It's just... It's tough. It really is tough um, that that's not really touched up upon in the book and that people consider this a good book or a good movie. And I understand why people would think this is a good book or a good movie. And... Because Holocaust fiction, one thinks of the Holocaust, I just think of the horrors of it. But people don't realize that this is a very bad 
for Holocaust education. I could set it back years if someone was at, were to actually think this is based off of a true story or just like that all this actually happened. I mean, yes, all the Holocaust things actually happened. Unfortunately, all the Jewish ghettos, Auschwitz and all the camps. Um, it's just unfortunate for one to think that Shmuel and Bruno were actual characters and that the plot of the story was that a story of something between a Jew and a German boy within the camp happening. And it just wouldn't happen because the Germans would not see Jews as people, unfortunately, as they viewed them in the 40s and even the late 30s as well, I, I suppose. And the Jews would continue to be massacred. And another issue I have with the book is that it presents Jews as weak during the Holocaust when there's been many stories of Jews fighting against what was going on against them. It's terrible that an author would think it's appropriate for him to write about Jews being defenseless, Jews being weak. Jews aren't weak. Jews aren't defenseless. Jews are consistently fighting for just recognition and being appreciated for what they are, for what, who, who we are. And it's tough to do this episode because a lot of people don't get the message behind the Holocaust education that we have in schools nowadays. I mean, schools are even taking out Holocaust education. And it's disheartening to think that people are really doing that, that we don't have that platform to talk about the horrors of the Holocaust and also educate people on anti-Semitism and um, just Jewish culture in America as well, because it's a big part of our history as much as people don't want to admit it. And we're doomed to repeat history if we don't learn about it. And I think that keeping the diary of Anne Frank in schools is appropriate in eighth grade going into high school it's a good like um topic to talk about but what isn't appropriate is after reading the i diary of anne frank and doing all this all these papers on the holocaust what isn't appropriate is then having to watch the boy in a stripe pajamas to end it off because it's not a good message towards our youth and i think our youth should know more about the holocaust in general because it, it was a terrible time for humanity and it's not something we should be repeating at all and as as i say that i think of all the just concentration camps in North Korea, um, which in China with Muslims, it's all just awful. It's all terrible. Even Americans do it, did it, I suppose. We don't know what's going on with the military, but everything that happened in Iraq and Iran and the Gulf War in the 2000s, it's all just awful to think about. And I pray for humanity. Um, I felt the need to do this episode because there's been a lot of just bad stuff going on in the world and i feel like i need to touch up on a topic that is unfortunately awful a piece of human history like this stuff actually happened and i also felt the need to talk about the boy in the pajamas because it's been a recent topic when it comes to holocaust education in america and i just don't think it's right to teach our youth um messages that could be meaningful if written correctly but was not written correctly so it's just miseducation that's all for this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please check out Dubiology on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Red Circle. Rate it five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I'd really appreciate it. All the support means a lot to me, and I'm going to be doing a lot more of these short reviews while I punch out episodes. As I said in my last episode, that I have episodes ready. I just have to record, and some of them are recorded. I just have to go through the editing process. It's, it's going to be a good summer, I promise. Thanks for listening to this episode. I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> I hope you guys have a wonderful night. Goodbye. Hey, did you like this episode of Dubiology? Want to see more? Well, make sure you check out Dubiology on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Red Circle, the three platforms it is located on. Make sure you rate it, share with your friends, and also interact with the questions and answers I do. 
you like to see more outside of those streaming platforms and other social media apps, check out Dubiology's Instagram at Dubiology Official with a one as the L at the end, and Snapchat Dubiology2023. Don't forget TikTok, the real Dubiology. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day.